All right. It's episode nine time. Are you ready for episode nine time? Yes, I'm ready. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome. Welcome back. Thanks for listening. Yeah. So episode nine is going to be, it's going to be a dicey one, if you will. Some might say the diciest. Some might say that. Brennan Shop would. He would, and he might be right about it. And the reason that it's dicey is because we're gonna we're gonna dip our toes into the John Gruden sitch. That's short for Something situation. Happened. Things Something change. Happened. Things change. John Gruden is out, and we'll talk about why he's out of being the Raiders head coach. We're also gonna look back at our scoreboard and of course make our picks this week. If you're a betting man or woman and you wanna know where to go, it's just uh you wanna listen to us. And that's that's really the bottom line. You're gonna wanna listen to us. And uh but that's pretty much our episode that we've got for you. Nothing special, but it's always special. How about that? Nothing special, but it's always special. Put that on a t-shirt. Put that well, on a might, t-shirt. Because we got a, t- a t-shirt sponsor. We do. Well, you'll hear more about that later. You will. And uh, we're going to get this show on the road without further adieu. So let's get it in with some tunes, folks. <laughs> Coming out of that Muzak. How you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Um, a little angsty today. I'm feeling good about your uh, new release. Tell us the name oh of yeah. it really quick. Oh yeah, so that comes out, uh, that'll come out next Friday. You talking about the new one? Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, yeah. So that'll be next Friday. It's called A Song For You. That's what it's called. We have a name now. We have a name. We have a title of the name. A yeah. Song For You. A Song For You. Ooh, I love it. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be a. Uh, I'm excited. It's a. So we got we got Ellis on the Ellis Eden's out there on the base working that. And uh, where we, can we find it? It'll be found everywhere. Uh, on October 22nd, it'll be found everywhere. Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, maybe even a little MySpace music. Hell you know? yes. So wherever you find your music, that's where you find this. And uh, yeah, so it'll be out there then. Love it. I can't yeah. wait. Everybody, look at check it out. He uh, provided the tunes for the intro, the outro. Yeah. You know the deal. Yeah, yeah. It's Danny Burb, Danny mu- Daniel Burb music. Yeah, Daniel J Burb music. Daniel J Burb. That's yeah, that's the Instagram. So yeah, you can find me just Daniel Bird on that on all those Spotify, iTunes, all that good stuff. Apple Music, wherever you listen to your music. Love but it. Thank you. You're you're always welcome. You're always welcome. And and you know. Who's not welcome? You know who's <laughs> that's, not welcome that's a good in the, segue. In that's the a good Raiders segue. locker room anymore? I'll tell you who's not welcome. That's a very good segue. Um, if you have been living under a rock in the sports world and you haven't really been paying attention, let me tell you what, man. Oh, no, I can't do that. I can't do that. I think you that's should. We need, well, we need <laughs> to hear from him. Maybe not right yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah, We'll call him in. Um, but if you have been living under a rock, John Gruden, the the head coach. Hey, he's Ex-head no, coach. My bad. no longer the head coach. No longer the head coach. Uh, the ex-head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders, he was under some hip hip fire, shooting from the hip, shooting from the hip. Some serious scrutiny. Yeah, yeah. That scrutiny soup with a side of get out of here bread. Sauce. Sauce, yeah. But so let me tell you what, let me tell you what happened if you you didn't already hear. So it started about, I believe it was Friday night, maybe maybe Friday night, maybe Thursday, I can't completely remember. But anyways, there was a, a leakage, a little bit of leakage to the Wall Street it Journal. You know, it, leakage. It, it leakage happens. These and, days. and somebody leaked an email of John Gruden's from 10 years ago, right? And so this email it was... was a, was a quite a while ago. It, it was. It was directed at uh, a black man who was a head of, I believe, the NFL Players Association, or at least was a lawyer for Maurice, the... Maurice Smith? Yeah, I think that was his name, right? So this was emails that he was making to uh, executives in the Washington football team organization. And in that email, 
he including uh Allen Bruce Allen yes the, yes. Uh, the GM right but, yes yeah. who's no longer there but he uh, uh, in this email he re- refers to uh, he's he's trying to say according to some people who are defending Gruden. Um, which we'll get into our take. Right now we're just reporting the news. We're just being no- news just reporters. Just being reporters here. Uh, according to some people, he used a term, he said, and quote, that uh, Smith's lips were as big as Michelin tires. Um, and so that, obviously, um, if you are a student of history or even that's a novice racial, I mean, in that's history, racially charged. Um, for one of the unfortunate caricatures that have been put on black people, um, in race in racist literature art, whatever you want to look at is has been the lips um, and so a lot of people thought that's what he was going after now he people on his side defend it and say that's some kind of like slang term for a liar and he would have said it about a white man too if it was a white man in this situation um, it's questionable at best but so then uh, a few days later more emails get leaked to the New York I was gonna Times. say that was not the only thing yeah that was not the only thing there was more there was more so then he uh, is on record as calling. I'm not going to say all the stuff that he said, but uh, please, we, should we just go we ahead? We don't want to lose it? our sponsor. We don't, I don't say. So he refers to Roger Goodell as a slang term that people throw at gay people. Yeah. Um, he also speaks out against women being officials in the NFL. He doesn't like that. Misogynistic um, statements. He speaks out against Jeff Fisher getting what he calls pressure to draft, quote, the queers. Mm. When the St. Louis Rams then <laughs> drafted Michael Sam from the Missouri Tigers again, did, Michael Sam. I'm gonna be honest, Michael Sam didn't pan out. He um, did not pan out. He didn't pan out. So he wasn't a good football player. So all of that happened, and then on Sunday, uh, they asked the players, you know, do you think John Gruden's racist? And you know, Derek Carr, Josh Jacobs, and a couple other guys spoke, uh, and a lot of people are coming out saying they didn't think he was racist. Um, even like foreign players, like Akib Talib, said that he didn't feel like he was racist. Um, Keyshawn Johnson, on the other hand, uh, if you've been listening to him on ESPN, he is not a fan of John Gruden. <laughs> um, he hasn't said he's racist, but he's definitely said some of these things um, were not a shock to him because he felt like he was a fake guy. I want to I wanna just say what John Gruden had to say on this really quick. He said, yeah. uh, I love the Raiders and yes. do not want to be a distraction. Right. Thank you to all the players, coaches, staff, and fans of Raider Nation. I'm sorry I never meant to hurt anyone. Right. Yeah, that's quote. That's, end that's, quote. End quote. that's what he says. Um, and it and the news report is that he resigned, but it really has more of a flavor of, hey, you better resign. Yeah. Or or, or else. It was a courteous thing to do. Yeah. In that situation. Yeah. With resignations, it's always like, I don't think they actually would have resigned unless they got caught and then told, hey, you know. But so here's. Remember they found out, uh, the owner found out on Friday night. Yeah. About all of this and yeah. waited until after Today, the game after on the game. Sa- Sunday. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Las Vegas played very heat. poorly in their game heat Sunday. There, yeah, think. a little heat there. Uh, Las Vegas played very poorly in their game Sunday against the Bears, um, and that might have been there. Might have been some correlation there, but uh, we know correlation is not causation. Unfortunately, we'll I see. didn't. Uh, I did not yeah, foresee yeah, that yeah, in yeah. my uh, picks. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you had them as your lock of the week. You didn't. You but you didn't get to factor this this bombshell coming in. So I did not have the uh, the insider. <laughs> Insider yeah. information on the emails. Right, I right, apologize right. to anybody that put money on that. Mm, that's a tough one. But so that is pretty much the story. Um, he is out. They have named an interim head coach. Rich, Rich Bisak, Bisaya. Rich Bic- Biscuit. Biscata. <laughs> yeah. Like the bis- things like you get bis- on a plane. Right. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he's going to be heading up those Las Vegas Special Raiders. teams coordinator. Hey. You know. 
They were pretty special, right? <laughs> they were they, they were, were doing hey, listen, special things, right? Listen, Derek Carr is second in the league in passing yards behind Tom Brady now. I mean, they they got some, he watched them do that on the sidelines. Yeah, you know, his yeah. unit was getting ready for that. <laughs> yeah, he didn't have to punt much. So yeah, he's got to watch it a lot. So you know, he really just had field goal formations and points after point after touchdowns, all that stuff they had. But good, so we'll see how that goes. There, the good news for there. But I guess the question is, um, what do we think about it? So we just play the news reporters. But let me let me put my uh put my thinking hat on here and i think we'll get we'll get to hear from john maybe we might he might he might show up let me uh do you, you want me to start this hunter give me my give me my yeah, official I'll, opinion I'll, on this yeah okay let's hear it first seem, of all you seem charged i'm charged not racially charged, charged but not you seem charged. charged here's my thing here's my thing i am i'm torn on what to think about this i'm conflicted interesting yeah i'm conflicted um i don't think this is you know i like I, i've been watching and reading a lot of people are like going right after john gruden and then people on so this has become a political thing and we're not a political podcast no um, we're not a political podcast and we try to stay out of it and unfortunately politics has infiltrated sports for quite a while and we we try to avoid talking about it we're just a sports only podcast um but this one's hard to to avoid and i think what's happening here is you're seeing two things number one people are trying to defend john gruden against what is quote unquote being called cancel culture um, and I am not a fan of cancel culture, and I will go on the record in saying that. I don't think that we should create a habit of going back and looking at people's tweets and emails from 10 years ago and then firing them and or blacklisting them. Um, you see this outside of sports, but you've seen it in sports. So like on draft nights, they'll go back and find a tweet from when the guy was 15 years old and he says something. Who doesn't say something stupid when they're 15? Now, John Gruden, on the other hand, was a grown-ass man saying these kind of things it's true um the only reservation i have about this john gruden stuff is i do not like the fact that they went back first of all i don't know who leaked these that's my question it seems like a hit job to me um somebody had to have these emails and then leak them to these different organizations um which is interesting in itself but what i'll say about john gruden is this when he sent these emails he was not an official i mean he was not an employee of the nfl um which sets a weird precedent for the NFL. The NFL is the most inconsistent organization, of maybe of all time. I don't know. Maybe I should say of all time. But sports organizations, certainly, when it comes to issues like this. Yeah, um, that's fair. You have, you, you, so you basically run a man out of town in John Gruden for sending, and I'm not defending these emails. I think they're bad. I'll go ahead and be on the record. I don't think anybody's out here saying they're good. Um, they're not great emails, and they certainly make him look bad. But here's the thing. Um, what he said 10 years ago up into even five years ago when he wasn't still wasn't an employee of the NFL should not be the NFL's business. And that's just, that's my opinion. Um, and maybe in the age of social media, that's all changing. But this cancel culture of going back and looking at things when people weren't working at one place, here's what would have happened in my opinion anyways, because these things seem to work them out. His players know him. Okay. They, they know him better than we do. And they know him better than the media does. They either would have bought the hype that this man's a racist, misogynistic hater of gay people, and they don't want to follow a leader like that, and it would have shown on the field, maybe like it did Sunday, and he would have eventually got fired for being a bad coach and a bad leader. That would have been one thing that could have happened. Another thing that could have happened is he here's we don't we don't give a lot of grace to people and the idea that they can change. Now I'm not saying John Gruden can change or is changing. Um, it was ten years ago. Uh, people's thoughts can change in ten years. Um, so that's what I would say about John Gruden. 
as far as him. Now, I'm not defending John Gruden. I think he's a jerk. I think if you listen to some of the things he says, it's not it's not okay. But I am questioning the NFL and their hypocrisy when it comes to who they fire, who they try to run out of the town. I mean, you see this even this summer with a guy that's on my Los Angeles Rams, Deshaun Jackson. He shared a Hitler quote that was directly against Jews, and he said, this is powerful. Now, you can do that, but you can't send some nasty emails. You can beat women. Right. You can yeah, beat women and get four-game suspensions, but you can't send nasty emails. You can, oh, I don't know, have several rape charges against Come you, on. <laughs> Ben Roethlisberger. Okay. And you there can you still... I thought we were going oh, to no, no. You can still not be held accountable, but the minute that you say this things, and I thought it was also interesting, too, was he said something about black people, and the media was like, this is bad, but we're not going to fire up. And then he starts talking about women and starts talking about gay people. And that's when they jump on and say, oh, it is this. But here's the thing. At the end of the day, are these good emails? No. Is this a fireable offense? In my opinion, no. But I do understand why he got fired because they're doing it from a business perspective. I think the ticket sales might have gone down. I think a lot of things like that might have happened. The NFL was going to take action anyways if the Raiders didn't. Um, I just would, my final thoughts are, John Gruden is a is a jerk. I'm not defending John Gruden. What I am saying is I think this cancel culture, I think the hypocrisy of the NFL is something that needs to be looked into. Um, and I do think this sets a dangerous precedent because it's not just John Gruden. I promise you that. Uh, the, and black or white doesn't matter. I think prejudice, I think racism, I think whatever can be found in just about any athlete and any coach and any person. And this sets a dangerous precedent. And I'm interested to see how it goes here because this could just be a domino that makes a lot of other things fall. There was Washington football executives in this. Yeah, that leads into what I was going to say. Yeah, Um, go ahead. That uh, I think it was definitely more of a, like, I don't think it was necessarily that in itself. If you look at the, what that was said, if you take those and do it in a vacuum, so to speak, I don't think it's a fireable offense either. But I think that overall it was a business decision for the entire just NFL organization. They are one of the, they're, definitely one of the more progressive leagues they got you know women referees they're working towards um you know like getting them actually like monday like primetime games women referees head head official referees now so like they're working on that and even excuse me um was a sneeze yeah it was bless you sir um some there's a the saints have the isn't she assistant coach now so like yeah even and yeah, so like they're work they're working on it. That's definitely not gonna fly in this league. So uh, I yeah. definitely understand why it was done for a business reason. Um, you know what I was hearing from Derek Carr. I was listening to what his thoughts were on it, and it was what he was saying was it was like that uh, that family member, and you still love you know. So he has that love from his place to what you alluded, I alluded yeah. to it that he had you know some level of respect and camaraderie with the players right. some before this all came yeah came out but um because it was like that's the the family member you still love but you know you can't it's definitely it's not something you can condone and it's not okay right right and i agree it's like they weren't they were very they were they were nasty emails and but like they, like you said they were a long time ago they did find even ones closer to now but they yeah. were less than i think like seven years ago but right still i mean it, they they they're definitely a bad look, and for a head coach of a of a team, and especially the Raiders, they they are they have been one of the more progressive yeah. organizations in the league over the you know their course of their um, their history. And Mark Davis is definitely 
one of the most progressive owners. So mm-hmm. that's what uh, I think that's what it boils down to is it's just you, it's just a bad image. It's a big skid mark. It's too big of a skid mark. It's yeah. not one you can clean out. It's one you yeah. got to take to the dry cleaner or you just yeah, got yeah. you, you can't take it to the dry cleaners. You just got to throw it away. Yeah. And I agree. I think that it, it was a is a decision that probably had to be made from a business perspective because I think I think you're right. I think he would have lost um maybe some of the support in the locker room if if like I said if these I think, players I think that was much was clear. I think it yeah. did have an effect on Sunday. Yeah. If you watched that game a little yeah. I did a little bit. They, they they didn't seem to be wanting to be there. Um uh, yeah, I think you're right in that it was a business decision at the end of the day. Um I don't know. It'll be interesting to see moving forward. Um but I think we're in agreement. Definitely don't think these emails are a good thing. Um and it's just but i will say it's very inconsistent like you right. you mentioned too and even as much as it pains me i mean deshaun watson he's getting he's still getting paid yeah his his contract but um i don't know and these were way, way more recent than these emails so right right yeah be interesting to see if anything more ve- like very recent comes out about gruden which i'm sure in this case it might but then i'll also say like bruce allen he literally he's still in the he's still yeah. amongst the league and yeah there was a, he's not the only person. It wasn't just a one v one email. There was other yeah. people, and that what a lot of people were saying was that there was just a uh, a comfortable sense that they were they had the ability to do all that without yeah. you know, feeling pressure or like without worry. So yeah, you know, that culture can't be allowed. So I, yeah. it's interesting to see the fallout of this. I think there's more to come. Yeah, but also just and I'll end with this: what a stupid idiot John Gruden is for sending. The, I mean, it's bad enough that you talk like this, but sending it in an email. Like, what do you think is going to happen? Now, granted, there's probably hundreds of thousands of emails back and forth between executives and coaches, so nobody, but it's still just dumb. I mean, why? It's pretty I don't dumb. Know. He, yeah, but that's, yeah, it's a, it'll, it'll be an interesting situation to see how it plays out, but that's all I have to say about it. If you have anything else you want to say about it, or we'll just move I, on. No, I'll just say my hot take on it. I think I expect one more firing of some okay. kind from this. Maybe from the Washington football team? One more firing fallout. All right. Could happen, so we'll we'll move on. We'll get out of the world of politics and sports and just into Whew, purely sports. Whew, it was dicey there. For that a was dicey. We got dicey. We got through that though. We got through. We Thanks got everybody through the weeds. for sticking through. This yeah. isn't football now. We're in football. We're back in just purely football. So let me go and update you folks on the scoreboard here. We had a really good week in college football. Both of well, us got. I almost had a great. You week. almost had a perfect week. Almost had a clean sweep. Yep. I so the difference was. We both picked Georgia, Iowa, and Arizona State. All of them got it done. Georgia in convincing fashion. Iowa in a comeback there. Um, maybe you can make the argument that if Clifford for Penn State doesn't go down, maybe Penn State wins that game. Right. I don't know. True. Arizona, yeah. Arizona State looked good against Stanford. Didn't have much uh, issue there. Now, our differences were in the first two games we called. Um, Hunter, you went with the Texas Longhorns over Oklahoma, and, man, they won – like three fourths of the game, uh, and it's a moral it. victory for me. Yeah, uh, I believe it was twenty-eight to seven, and Oklahoma comes back with a quarterback change. Who would have thought that the freaking Heisman yeah. uh, number one bench Heisman, the Heisman, yeah, bench the guy. Yeah, it works sometimes. It worked in there. You listening, Dabo? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I like DJ. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it worked for them. Worked for the Sooners. They got it done. I picked Oklahoma, so I got picked up a point there. But then I lost a point where you picked up a point. You jumped off the hogs and went with the, with the old Miss Rebels in a very very good game, yeah. a back and forth slugfest, a fifty two to fifty one ending, Woo. fireworks everywhere. We were eating how yeah, it was good. And it so the Rebels good. got that one. Pork was good this um, week, girl. In the NFL, which we're about to start with, um, 
I I got two right. Hunter got one. So I my bad. lock was the Chargers over the Browns. That was a really good game. Um, there was a questionable pass interference call at the end there that might have cost the Browns, but eh, what are you going to do? What can you do? What can you do? Um, Hunter, you went with, we just talked about this, the Raiders over the Bears. Um, I'll, chuck that, that I'll yeah. chuck that up to yeah. an email. <laughs> right, right. Um, against the spread, I had Detroit covering. They had a nine and a half uh, spread against Minnesota. Minnesota was favored by nine and a half. They were able to cover that. They lost in a heartbreaking fashion, as does Detroit. Um, and then you picked the Washington football team who was giving New Orleans two points, but New Orleans ended up winning that game by more than that. So, unfortunately, tough tough one there. Bad break. Upsets, you went Buffalo over Kansas City. Based on the line, Kansas City was favored. Buffalo destroyed Kansas City. Uh, And then I went San Francisco over Arizona, which a close game. It was close. But they did not get it done. So, I got two. You got one point there. So, that leads us to... I am now leading by two. I have 29 points to your 27. It's not, it's do, it's not a commanding lead, y'all. It's not commanding. It's not commanding Don't at all. So it's not commanding. We'll go ahead and jump into this week's without further ado. You used that too many times. Further ado? You cannot say it another time. What, which one? Further ado? ado? You said it twice. All right, I won't say it. I'm counting it down. I won't say it ever again. Bring some angst into your picks. It will not come are out you, of my mouth. Go, are you going... Yeah, do you want me to go first? Is that what you want? You have unleashed an angsty beast now. Is that what you want? Well, are you picking... Are you leading in yeah, from no, your angst NFL. last week? Oh, yeah, I was angsty last week. Yeah, are crazy, you, are you my crazy that Yeah, back? I'm bringing some crazy picks, man. I'm bringing them. I don't know. I think you're going safe. I'm not going safe, man. I never go safe. We'll see. Right, uh, that's not off. true, though. I have been, I, I, okay, fine, I will. Number enough, one. Enough talking. Numero uno. Okay. Um, this one, you, you probably will think it's safe, but I don't think it's safe. Um, I'm going to go with the Dallas Cowboys, or my lock, over the New England Patriots on the road. Um, the Cowboys have been playing superbly. They've only lost one game, and in that one game they lost, they really outplayed the Buccaneers for a lot of that game, but just couldn't pull it off at the end. Diggs, my goodness. The man gets a pick every game. It's ridiculous. He's going for that deep, deep boy. Yeah. Yeah, he's right now. He's in the lead for it. Yeah, right now he's in the lead for it. Getting picks every single game. Um, I think the guy closest to him's got it's like three picks under him in second place in the league. So, Mister Diggs out there just doing like his brother, catching everything. So, uh, but on the defensive side of the ball, not the offensive side of the ball. Um, So I I look for that to. I mean, Mac Jones, rookie quarterback. I you know I don't know. It's not looking good for him. But I think feeling it. Yeah, he's he's a good quarterback. But I think when you got when you got this hot hand going on defense, you just ride that. And also, Dallas's offense is looking very, very good. Dak Prescott is back. Ezekiel Elliott's running the ball pretty well. Um, this offensive line's pretty dominant, and CeeDee Lamb is coming on as one of the better receivers in the league. Um, if he's a top five right now, I believe, in receiving yards. So I just I like what I'm seeing out of Dallas. I'm not a huge Dallas fan. I'm not a Dallas hater. I'm indifferent towards Dallas. But I think they get this done, and that's my lock of the week. Hunter, where are you going with this lock? I'm going to take you. To some cold weather football. Okay. Okay. Where are we it's going? It's getting cold up there. Okay. We're in Heinz Field. Okay. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Pennsylvania. Okay. And uh, we got Sunday the Steelers. Game. All right. Going up against the Seahawks at home. Yes. And the real big uh, point here, and why I'm so locking this in. Yeah. Is because Geno Smith is going to be the starting quarterback of that game. Oof! Because I don't think Russell Wilson can throw with that yeah, hand right now. It looks now. like he's going to be out six to eight weeks. The last time, because he has some surgeries on that. Yep. I don't think they're going to allow him to throw this nope. week. Nope. Nope. Not for a few more weeks. So, yeah. that being said, I don't like Pittsburgh, but yeah. in this matchup at home, 
They are favored to win. Right. I'll take. They are favored by five. So, I like that. Yeah. I like them at home. I'm locking it in. Lock it in. It might, that's might, might be a safe pick, but I'm <laughs> down to. Hey, Gino. Listen, if it if it's the 2011 Gino of West Virginia, that's not a safe pick. There you go. But I don't think it will be. Or I guess it was not 2011. It's probably more recent than that. But Juju is out for the season. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's a tough one. Claypool's got to step up, and um, but they they got some other guys. That they're not thin. I wouldn't say they're thin at the wide receiver spot. They also got Pat hey, Fryermuth. He yeah. might be able to step up. Let me up. tell you where they're thin at. And it's not a thin man, but that quarterback, quarterback yeah. Ben's got to go. But, hey, for this week, I think he'll be upright for at least one more week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they'll get it done. Lock him in. Okay. Steelers, minus five, favorite at home versus the Hawks. I like that. I agree with you. I do think the Steelers get that one done. All right, let's go against the spread. Against the spread, Hunter. Why don't you lead us off with you against the spread? Well, I will say I was very impressed by this team because I saw them on Monday night. Okay. Does that tell you anything? Bum, bum, bum. It does. It tells me a little bit of what you're going with. So I liked what the Ravens did yeah, as you far did. as uh, Lamar Jackson. He has really improved as a passer this year. Yeah, I got to give him props. Over 400 yards. I got to give him props. No picks. If my boy Kyler Murray rating. wasn't pop, 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 popping off, oh, no. he would be probably the MVP right now. But... It's a tight race. You know, whatever. However, they're playing the Chargers. Ooh. They are playing them at home. Okay. And um, so, yeah, it's in Baltimore. Yeah. And I am liking the Chargers. I, I love Ooh. me some Justin Herbert. Man. Okay. He doesn't make a lot of mistakes. He does not. He, uh, he has it. weapons all over the field. Mike Williams is really coming to his own as a true wide receiver one. Yeah. He's getting. He's really switched with Keenan Allen. He's getting the big play um, down the field balls. Yeah. And Keenan's getting the, the short routes in between. Right. And I think it's a better mix. I like uh, Austin Eckler's balling out. He is. Man, Corey Lindsley, that center, is yeah. really. Uh, yeah. He's really gelling. Okay. You feeling me? I'm feeling you. And uh, so, you? so right now, Uh-oh. the line. Is the Ravens are a two and a half point favorite. Uh, okay. So against the spread, yeah, I think it's gonna be a close game. Okay. I even think the Chargers win the game. Oh. But all they have to do is cover two and a half points. Okay. I think they do that. Okay. That's my. So pick. you're you're picking the Chargers with to to, to cover, cover two their and two and a half. Okay. At home. Okay. Well, at, 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 at the Baltimore. Ravens. I'm at yeah. Baltimore. It's gonna be a good game, but I don't think Lamar Jackson has. I don't think he can pull two rabbits out of a hat in two straight weeks. Yeah. I mean, short I'll, week. Yeah, it's a short week for them. And I will say uh, Baltimore, that's a good team, but they are heavily reliant on Lamar Jackson being great. Now, he has been all season long, and I I am a Lamar Jackson fan and hope that he continues to do it, but I agree with you. I think Chargers are – that's a good team, so you might be right on that one. Now I went a little crazy. A little super crazy. crazy. A super loco. Here we go. Here's what I did. What'd you I, do? I looked at all these lines – and I saw one that kind of spoke to me a little bit. What is it? I saw an abysmal performance Sunday. And you know what that was? That was the Miami Dolphins just, as they say in the streets, shit in the bed. <laughs> that's what they say. They still say that? Yeah. I haven't I, been in the streets very long. I got my ears to the streets, and that's what they're saying. And that's what they're saying about Miami, because they got uh, butchered by Tampa Bay. Now, granted, Tampa is a great team, but 45-14, to 14, my goodness. 
they cannot move the ball. They cannot score. They have gone from a team that, man, that, I don't know. They might be the biggest disappointment of the season, honestly, because they were riding high last year at 10-6, and six, and people were like, oh, this Miami team's making a turnaround. Dolphins. Dolphins. That was the trendy Dolphin pick. Dive high five. Yeah. Was Everybody tr- was doing it. Right? It's the trendy pick, and now they suck. And they have a game, I believe it's in London, if I'm not mistaken, this, this Sunday. Um and they're playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, I have already done this one time this season, and it came back to bite me, but you know what? I'm going to do it again. Uh, Tua is coming off of an injury. He might play this week. They don't know for, hurt. for sure. He, yeah, he loves he loves getting hurt. He's We'll see if he plays. You love to be hurt. Oh, Picking I love to be hurt. Yeah, you know, sometimes I you do love this. pain. Right now, Miami is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm not saying Jacksonville wins this game, but I'm saying they cover. So I'm going to take the Jacksonville Jaguars and the three and a half points um, in this game. I just It's more about, I think, Miami's garbage. It's less about what I believe about Jacksonville. That's fair. So that's, that's what fair. I'll say. I, will th- I do think that there could be some uh, fallout of a different whole oh, situation. Yeah. Uh, the Urban Meyer situation. The Urban Meyer situation is not getting better as we speak. No, so it's not. It's definitely come not. Come Sunday, it could be not. It, it, the only thing going well on that team is Trevor. So... Yep. They got that going for them. I think they lose by four, and they, they screw up your, your Dang. pick. Dang. Let's hope not. But, Let's uh, hope not. But I guess that leads me to tell you who my upset is, all right? Yeah. You want me to do that? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Well, I try not to talk about teams two weeks in a row, but I decided I had to with this one because, you know, if you listen to season one, I was a Detroit Lions fan, but that was because of one man, Matthew Stafford, who's the now. The man, the myth. The man, the myth. The ram. Legend, the now who's balling out. And who has already proven he's a top five quarterback. Had a bad week last week. Did he? Did he? Had a questionable week last week. Did he? (laughs) Okay, you can't see my face, but did he? I should get a picture of that for the gram. Because it's beautiful. No, he did not. (laughs) He got a win. He threw one pick. Uh, One pick, and it wasn't even that bad. Okay? I watched the whole game. All right? So you're done. You're done. I'll sit back. You're done. I'll pipe down. You're done. Anyways, before that happens, Stafford's uh, MVP hopes they're done. This guy, let me tell you something. When we go 16 and 1, okay, and he's right now third in the league in passing yards, so don't give me that that, that nonsense, okay? Anyways, he left Detroit, but Detroit's got some heart this this year, man. They're 0 5, but I'll tell you what, they're the best 0 5 team in the league, okay? And I'm going to go ahead and it. tell you right now, Joe Burrow's beat up after last week's game with Green Bay. He did take a he shot. He took son. some shots out of Aaron hell. Aaron Rodgers told him to slide. Yeah, he's dude. like, got to slide, bro. <laughs> got to slide. And Cincinnati fought, and they fought hard, but they couldn't get the W, and they're not going to get the W this week. That's mm-hmm. right. I'm going to pick my former love, the Detroit Lions, to get their first win wow. this week over the Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow's beat up. This team, this Lions team, has played everybody well. They came back against the 49ers. They had, they were beating Baltimore all the way up until the end. They should have maybe won that game if they could have held. And Justin Tucker can't – if he doesn't just kick a 100-yard field goal, they win the game. I mean, they've – last week did it with Minnesota. The only game they've had that wasn't close at the end was the Chicago game, and they lost by 10. But these things happen with divisional games. I like what I'm seeing out of Detroit. I like, I like the fight I'm seeing. My boy DeAndre Swift is tearing it up. Jared Goff not looking too too shabby. Uh, he's not looking great, but he's not looking terrible. And the defense is actually surprisingly good. 
And so for all those reasons, I'm going to go Detroit finally gets their win. Right now they're sitting at a three-and-a-half underdog. But I'm going to go they get their win against Cincinnati. Hunter, who's your upset this week? I think this is a little atrocious. This team okay. is undefeated. Yes. 5-0. and oh, The oh, only undefeated no. team in the league. I see where this is going. My boy Kyler is cooking. Okay. A.K.A. my finished football name, Cooking with Kyler. Yeah. Because um, I got Dalvin Cook. Just hope he okay. comes back. Pray, okay. Prayers up. Pray but up, pray uh, up. right now they're sitting at a minus three underdog. Wow. Plus three underdog against Cleveland. It is at Cleveland. Yeah. So that factors into it. It's mm-hmm. the dog pound, I believe dog they call pound, it. Dog pound, that's what they call it. A bunch of uh, dogs running around there, man. I don't care. I don't care about the dog Doesn't pound. Care. Baker, Milf- Baker Mayfield is average. You hear oh. that? Average at best. Disagree. Yeah. So um, they have the run at the um, – Excuse me, the Browns have the running back advantage. They do. So if they can get the run game going and consistent, it might be a tough game to win, but yeah. I like Kyler and his weapons. Okay. And uh, def- they don't have Chandler Jones, but they got J.J. Watt. Yeah. I believe he has an impact on this game. Look for him to eat up Baker Isaiah Mayfield's Simmons lunch. Is still healthy. That's right, man. They, they got some boys. It's a very close matchup. Mm-hmm. I like the line. I think, my, I think they're going to win outright. Okay. I think they beat Cleveland because um, of Kyler Murray because he's the freaking – MVP of the season, my guy. And I need him to freaking score more in my fantasy league. So I'm actually just speaking this into the universe. I think that he Arizona is. Arizona wins outright. I like what you, I want. Yeah, I don't know if he, at, after this week I'd have to put Lamar at one, but I do think Kyler, I think it's between Kyler Murray and Lamar. One of those two has to be the MVP right now. Uh, maybe Josh Allen even put himself in the conversation. Um, he's had two, I think, Last maybe three total touchdowns or four total touchdowns, but he's had two weeks where he's had either four or three in the game. So, yeah, it's going to be an interesting MVP race, but I like your pick. I disagree with it, but I don't have to I don't have to do anything with it because it's not going on my scoreboard. It's going on mine. As a but I think the Browns one. win that game, but we'll see. We'll see. All right, well, that leads us to what did you find in football this week that you just you fell in love with? Because remember, folks, Hunter's, he's fallen in love with the game. He's taken it on, taking it on some dates. Um, nine dates this nine dates. You know we're we're getting into some freaky stuff. Nine dates, freaky in. stuff, man. Um, and yeah, so football sleeping over at his place. He's sleeping over at football's place. There's talk about future. I mean, it's getting wild out here. And <laughs> this week, I found something to love, and it's oranges. Oh, and you know who else loved them? Who loves the them? Buffalo Bills locker room? Okay. And this is. Uh, I just want to let you guys know, it's been etched in stone and this is why let's hear it this was a this was a report done mid-game mid-game bills versus chiefs here here we go but uh, they did say the oranges in the locker room were and i'm quoting fire so that means good al they liked the oranges in the locker room Mm -hmm. (laughs) they uh i love the al michaels mm -hmm Mm -hmm. at the end yeah so uh i love oranges and so do the Bills, and I love the Bills' defense because they win me fantasy <laughs> games. So, do you think that the oranges had something to do with the Bills winning? Maybe I, I think so, and they're going to probably have more oranges this week. They might. They got Tennessee. It's a big game. That's a big one. That's a nice little AFC matchup. Expect some Naranjas, baby. Okay. I Respect. love it. I love it. Respect. You know, I liked what you what you love there, and I hope that you know you continue to have a good relationship with football. You know. Take her out to Applebee's. Take her out to maybe two for twenty. Maybe, maybe, maybe up it a little bit. They have those two for twenty-five, two for thirty-two. Okay, maybe up it a little bit. I don't know about that. You know, dress her up nice. Dress her up nice. Take her out in town. Talk about your future. Hold hands. I don't think 
NFL is non-binary, bro. You should probably check yourself. That's not she. That's my bad. It's a they. Them. Take, take they. Take they out. Take they. That, out. It'd be them. You're so. Oh, I'm not woke. So man. insensitive. Please don't cancel me. I'm not woke. I'm she asleep. Ought, it's also Sherm. If you go oh, to Sherm. Take Sherm out. Sherm. What about Z? Little Z. Am I taking it? Little Z. No, that's too much. Too much. Too much. It's man. like it's crazy. disrespectful. Disrespectful. Well, speaking of disrespectful, let me. Let me just say that uh, it gets pretty disrespectful with these outrageous takes. Sometimes it does. And this one was told to me uh, last night by a fan, and I thought it was disrespectful when it happened. I was there for it. And I am going to give it to Hunter, but I was, word word for it, raged. Rage. Enraged. Um. And Hunter, I hope that you can defend this better than I can, because I can't. But I, but I, want, I it's not up to me. So, Hunter, I'm going to flip this, let you marinate it, and I'm going to read it to the fine folks at home. All right. You ready? Here we go. We One, oh, two, three. Here we go. Flipping that. Do. There it is right there. Ladies and gentlemen, I was told last night the outrageous take is that Kentucky mm-hmm. beats my Georgia Bulldogs by two touchdowns. Now, I prayed everything holy that the prophetic power of our outrageous takes does not reach its filthy hands into this Saturday game. As it has in the past, we don't need to remind you, but we will. Remember my boy Conor McGregor got knocked out in the second round because somebody had to say that was an outrageous take, and it happened. Then somebody had to say that Ohio State was going to destroy Clemson, and it happened. So, you know, these things have a way of finding out to be true. Now, there's also been some that just haven't even gotten close. Like the inaugural one was that Lonzo Ball would win the MVP. And, you know, he didn't. He didn't. That was back in the days when we actually talked about other sports before we wised up and only talked about God's sport, and that is football. And uh, so, Hunter, you've been marinating on it. And uh, and I've taken a minute. You've taken your minute. I've so really thought about this. Take another minute. I'm going to just I'm gonna sit back, and I'm going to take it in. And I just want you to take us on a journey. Kentucky beats George by two touchdowns? Yeah, I'm going to tell you why. Because uh, Kentucky is hot, boy. They are undefeated. They have not had a blemish. They're four and zero in conference. They are. This is their peak, man. They are peaking now, and it's a good time for them because this is the biggest game they'll have all year, I believe. This is their chance to make a statement. And uh, let me tell you why they make that statement. They got a lot of yards they're averaging, and uh, I think they're gonna get on the board first. And Georgia's gonna be playing from behind. And at the moment. Okay. I don't like JT Daniels playing behind. I don't. I think if you have to get away from the run game with Georgia, that uh, that passing game's not going to be able to get it done. Okay. I think uh, th- some special teams weirdness happens. Maybe a blocked uh, punt or a return kickoff, return punt for the okay. Wildcats. Look for some madness. I think madness happens. Um, I think they take the crowd out of it early, mm. and uh, two touchdowns just happens to be a, it's a trash time touchdown i mm. think they they oh. win by one okay and then they they get a score at the very end and that's why this is prophetic wow that's why it happens well done a scene a scene thank you i it was great acting <laughs> um but it it's you know it's good acting we'll say that that's and we'll enough. we'll see if you agree with that as we move on to our real picks that was an outrageous take thank you fan fan submitted once again Thanks. We keep just want to thank you keep for the streak that. Alive. Uh, yep. And actually, that outrageous take was sponsored by um, Greenhouse Threads. Mm. That is the uh, the shirt company. You can find them on Instagram, Greenhouse Threads. They make some really cool, groovy shirts. And uh, 
Yeah, it's uh, by an, a young entrepreneur that we know in the person. So uh, mm. we'd love to support yokel, local bi- yokel. Yokel business. Yokel business. Yokel business. It's a, lo- it's a local business. It's uh, a bunch of yokels. Find them on Instagram, Greenhouse Threads. There's some really cool, comfy cotton shirts, baby. Let me ask you this. What's up? Do they make those t-shirts in the greenhouse? Can that be confirmed? I cannot confirm nor deny. But right now we're pleading the fifth. Just buy a shirt, man. And uh, say that Third and Punt sent you. Mm. It doesn't get you any discount right now, <laughs> but it means a lot. It does. It's a yeah. moral victory yeah, yeah, for both yeah. parties. We, we don't have a promo code for it, but what we do have is just clout. We, we have clout. clout. And it's, again, local business. So support it up, baby. Local business. Greenhouse Threads, thanks for supporting that outrageous take. Thanks, fans, for submitting it. Keep it coming, baby. Yes, indeed, lemon squeezel. So let's keep on rocking and rolling here into my favorite segment, which is college football. Love college football. And college football loves me, and she's been cheating on me. Cheating on, uh, not cheating on me, cheating on Hunter with me. Whoa. But, uh, We're in a love triangle? You know, Are we I, Eskimo brothers? Oh, God, please don't. Please don't, man. Please don't, man. There's going to be people out there who don't know about that. They don't <laughs> know what that means. There's Look children. Look it up. Look it up. The children are screaming. Okay, that's actually a quote from a movie, but we don't watch movies. We only watch sports. So let me go ahead I've and devoted just, my life to sports. Dude, I'm all over the place sports. today, man. Sports. Sports are good. Sports let me tell you something. Sports. Sports are very useful. I'll say that. They're one of the you, they, you know who gives utensils. you sports every time? KFC. Praise God. Praise God. Because they you. know. They know that you're going to need it with those mashed potatoes. And they know you need the fork to pry some chicken off the, the mm-hmm. breast sometimes. Mm-hmm. They got it down to a science over you there. You a breast or a leg man? What do you got? <laughs> I'm a, uh, I'd like to go with the wing. Ooh, I didn't even offer that one. You didn't offer the wing? I didn't but, offer the wing. Uh, you a wing guy? I'm a wing and leg. Wing and leg? Breast just... Brett. I'm hungry. I'll give me a breast, but a lot get of meat you. on the breast. Right, right, right. Yeah. See, I'll say breasts. this about I'll say this about the chicken breast, man. It gets your fingers a little dirty. You know, <laughs> it does. you gotta go. In, you gotta you really, in there. you gotta work. That's why I'm more of a leg guy when it comes to when it comes it's to right, all right there. Yeah, it's easy. It's easy money. Easy money. But anyways, that's enough about chicken. Let's get into uh, football. Okay, you might be eating a little chicken on Friday night. That's right. You're gonna have a Friday night game. We got five games to call, and the first one is your Clemson Tigers. We know we have a, a big Clemson fan base, so we want to go ahead and pepper them in, throw them in. It's been a while Let's since we talked about them. This way. Yeah, they uh, had a bye week last week, coming fresh, fresh legs. I saw DJ now for the second time on campus. Saw him yesterday. What was he doing? He was just walking. Just walking. Just walking to class. That's what he's trained like to a do. Good student. Just, right. Just blend in. He didn't look like he was moving very much, and it looked like a lot like on on he's, Saturday. He's saving his. No, he's saving his. Uh, <laughs> stamina yeah but he looks he looks like he's happy you know fresh coming off a of bye week um so you know good for him so that leads us to our first game we got clemson going on the road at syracuse and our clemson right now is sitting in a 13 and a half point favorite hunter you're the resident clemson man you got the clemson t-shirt on right now i'm revving um okay why don't you just go ahead and tell us who wins this game this is a dangerous game for clemson is I'm it not tell you why clemson wins this game okay so i'm not gonna leave it to any I'm not going to leave anybody in suspense here. I'm taking my Tigers. That should be respect, no respect. Should be no shock to anyone. But um, don't be shocked if this is a closer game, okay? I have alluded to this, I think, a few times on this show even. Syracuse is the thorn in our side that just keeps on coming. Just keep, yep. We just keep running into that same damn thorn bush. Yeah, and that's uh, a tough one. It's What happens is we play them at their dome, this dumbass dome. The Carrier Dome, right? Is that what yeah, it's called? Yeah, it's called the Stupid-Ass Carrier Dome. <laughs> is that in the official name? Yeah. The Stupid-Ass Carrier Dome? 
and uh and they they freaking they play well there for some reason but um this year they are they're putting up some decent points however they're letting their defense is sus 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 and uh if you look at this quarterback the picture of their quarterback his yeah. beard is sus i don't like him um what i like is our bye week we've had some time to if we had to light any fires it's been time to light the fire Get some uh, some nice coals burning, and then put a yeah. new fire on there, so it's really nice and sustained, you know. So it's a warm, warm campfire coming into this game. I like DJ. Okay, get cooking. Um, Joseph and to get in the end zone for the first time this year, uh, and Kobe Pace to continue his uh, his little his little reign in the the backfield leadership here. He okay. Will Shipley's still not back, but um, we win because our defense and their defense is their weakness. Yeah, our offense is our weakness. Mm. However, we'll get it done. We we got playmakers. They just DJ's got to rein it in. Yeah, I think he slowly does it. Even if it's a a back and forth game, I like our defense to to win those types of games. Even though they give me swamp ass. So I feel that. I feel um, that. I, there definitely might be some swamp ass going on. I'll be off tomorrow, so I can get swamp assed and sloppy. So if we uh, lose, I one. won't even care. You won't care. But uh, I don't think we lose. Okay. Give me the Tigers, Tigers. to win 26-21. Okay, so you got a nice close game. Um, let me just, I want to run down some some numbers. I'm a numbers guy. Do I it. like the numbers. Um, Clemson's right now, its defense is tied for second with, in points per game. They're tied with the Cincinnati Bearcats, only allowing 12.2. That's very, very good. Um, how, this is another thing I got for you. Syracuse defense right now is allowing 24 points per game. It's about middle of the road, so nothing nothing great nothing to write home about but like you said Syracuse it's going to be a game of strength versus weaknesses here you talked you highlighted a little bit your strength being the defense Clemson's defense the weakness being the offense I want to go on the other side of the ball here Syracuse's strength so far this year has been running the ball which good for Clemson is their strength Um, so you'll have a strength versus strength matchup there Um, I will say this though I'm not impressed with Syracuse you go back and look some of their games they've had close games where they've won and they really um it wasn't impressive who they beat, and they should have beat them by more. They turn the ball over a fair amount. I think that's going to come into to play here. Um, I look for DJ to have a much better game coming fresh off a of bye week. Uh, more practices, I think, is going to have better communication with his wide receivers. Uh, I don't think Syracuse is anything special, and I hear what you're saying. Like As a Georgia fan, I get nervous going into certain games, like a, like a South Carolina, for example, I've said on this show. Um that they have always seemed to play us well. They didn't in the past two years, but you know they'll, they'll squeak in a random good play, and I think that's our uh, that's our thing there too. An old miss to an Alabama, right, 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 right. These uh, these trap, yeah, games. these trap ones, these trap ones. So even the NC State at Clemson, that's yeah, a secondary that's a, thorn. Yeah, yep, secondary thorn there. So, but I think that this one is going to be a little bit different. I don't, I'm not impressed with Syracuse, and I think Clemson um, is hungry. I think they're ready. I think the ACC has become more wide open after this weekend. Um, and so, yeah, I think I think that uh, Clemson is able to get this one done. I think it's actually a, a more dominant performance than than has been in the past with Syracuse. I've got Clemson twenty eight, Syracuse ten. Um, so like that's that. that's what I would say there. Um, so that that's what, I think it'll be a good game for for you Clemson folks. Um, yeah, it should be like I said. It could give us some cert- certified swamp ass. Might, um, but might. you know what we can do here? We actually have. Our road correspondence, Dusty, 
waiting in the lines. Okay, here. we're gonna get some Clemson takes on just he what he has to say. All right, all right. He's already about, on the road. Uh, he's on the road. He's on the road. Don't know where he is now. We've just sent him all around, so That's he right. could be anywhere. But That's right. Let's get him on the, the on the horn here. Okay. Um, and so give me a moment to do that. Just yeah. Set the table for just a, just set the table with some <laughs> set with the the nice we'll, china. We'll, we'll stick we'll stick with Clemson football. Uh, is that what we're going to next here? Yeah. Just some Clemmy football. Clemmy football here. Um. Uh, you know, I am interested to see Clemson. Actually, you know, I saw a statistic the other day. Uh, I think they're. Let's see if I can pull that up. Their offense um, has been doing a little bit better since they played Georgia. Um, they're averaging twenty five point eight games outside of the Georgia game. It's twenty five point eight points outside of the Georgia game. So, um, the media would have you believe that they're completely anemic, but they might be doing better. But do we have our we have a road correspondent? On the we have our road correspondent. All right, Dusty. Dusty, Dusty how's it going? Dusty. Good. How we doing? We're good. Living Welcome back dream. to the pod. Thanks again for having uh, for having us. <laughs> for having us <laughs> with, with your time. <laughs> we just wanted to get your. We're take. We we had a bye week, so uh, so no Clemson football, no swamp ass last week. But we did mention how that swamp ass meter is a little bit high this week. Um, go, we are going to the Carrier Dome facing the Syracuse Orange. Yeah, and you and Hunter referred to it yes, as the yes. stupid ass Carrier Dome. It was the stupid ass Carrier Dome that I called it, and I think ap- aptly named. So. I just want to get your general take on how you feeling coming into this week. Well, first of all, I hate this game every year. Why is it on a Friday night? Every <laughs> time they schedule this game on Friday night. Yeah. yeah. I've never understood that. I mean, Fridays are for high school football. I hate a Friday kick. It's just weird. Um, but the last couple of years, I think we've had it coming off of bye week. So I guess that helps. But either way, man, I've been pretty negative on this show. I want to try to be positive this week. <laughs> you know, it's fair. Boston College, uh, I think we figured some things out on the offensive line. They shuffled some guys around. Brock Brock Horst, or however you say it. Yeah. He he switched from center to guard, and he played lights out. Um, they had like 250 rushing yards against Boston College. So, you know, hopefully this week they can, uh, with the off week, they can go into Syracuse and run the football. Um, DJ, I was looking the stats up before you called. I didn't realize. I mean, it's even worse than I thought. He was 13 <laughs> for 28 for 207 yards against Boston College. Dang, so, that's anemic. You know, yeah, that's bad. Kind of, kind of beating a dead horse. But God, man, he's just he just doesn't have it. Um, but I'm going to be positive, and and I say this is his game. You know what? He's had a week off to really kind of focus and maybe do some things different. I don't know, but I'm going to say he throws for over 300 yards, and, and we Ooh. covered that 13 and a half. That's wow. a bold take, but mm. I'm going with it. Okay. I love it. I couldn't love it anymore. It's a, it's a Friday night lights. They're going to be big. Um, it's definitely a showcase. You know, if, if there's a game that people – I know the media thinks this is going to be a, a trap game for us, so we're not the yeah. only ones. It's not just Clemson fans that think that. So yeah. if there's a stage, it's this one's set for him nicely to, to perform. I, I think Kobe Pace looked really nice. And like you said, we, we moved some things on the offensive line. I, I'm trying to be more positive as well. Uh, but, yeah, this is well, going to be an interesting game. I'm with you, and, and it's a Friday night national televised game. There's no other college football games on, or there might be, but it's, you know, not this a power game, five. Right. All right, so if you're watching football Friday night, you're watching this game, and, and, you know, maybe it's a statement for him to come out and show everybody what he's got. He hadn't done it all year, so it's kind of hard to see him doing it, but i gotta got to stick with my guy and say he's going to do it. And this is make or break for me, I'll be honest with you, man. If he comes out and looks flat and throws – you know, 13 for 20 for 200 yards, it's time to make a move. And me and a buddy were talking, you know, Dabo's really going to have to adapt if he wants to stay on top of college football world. Um, these other schools like Georgia and Bama, they transfer guys in and out left and right. That's true. And his whole philosophy, you know, I'm not going to do that. It's not going to work because if you hit, if you miss on a guy like DJ, 
they got to get a quarterback in here. They got too much talent to to be throwing for 200 yards a game. I mean, he got outplayed by a Boston College backup quarterback. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's going to have to make some changes to his philosophy when it comes to transfers because go get a guy like Spencer Rattler, someone you at least know that can throw the ball. I mean, I'm not saying he's a great guy, but you, you, you see what I'm saying. I mean, yeah. he's got to – we can't do another year of DJ if this is how he performs the rest of the year. It's just it can't it can't happen. I think you're I think you're turning a, a nice page there. I think Dabo, he's been very. That's the one thing for whatever reason. That's the one thing or one of the one things he just doesn't budge on. But uh, I think the times are changing. He's got a with the whole NIL thing. I think the whole landscape of college football is changed. So if you want to stay at the top where we where we have been, I think that's part of it and. I don't think the fan base, we're not going to look at the team any different. We have one transfer in here every year that could really assist. Like, if we got a transfer quarterback in right now, I know we'd be cheering his ass on on Saturday. That's all I can say. Well, absolutely. And I think what will change his mind, too, is when he sees some of these guys leave in bulk. You know, you bring in a couple highly rated guys that don't get as much playing time as they want. He's got four, five, six guys leaving, and it puts him in a bind. I think that will change his mind. And he hasn't had a lot of that. But I think that's coming. Um, I mean, that Lindsey Dixon he, injury already, like, it was the immediate impact. Like, the first week he left for the transfer border, we were out Shipley, and we're like, shit, our running back room is, is kind of is thin depleted. right now. Yeah, exactly. So you've got to have multiple guys, and you've got to start doing that. And, and I'm not saying that's what's wrong with us this year, but looking to the future, I think that's something that needs to be discussed and brought up. And I actually listened to his press conference um this week and someone brought it up and he said he's tired of talking about it blah 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 and it's like well it's a, it's a legit question Dabo you know I mean we're, we're obviously in some some trouble right now and, and we're going to need some help and that's a quick way to fix problems yeah we're we wouldn't be the only and that's the thing there's schools that do it to success look at Oklahoma they get a new quarterback in every year he wins the Heisman I mean imagine Correct. if we could do that with yeah. our defense come on yeah and Georgia we'll send we'll send a quarterback out every year if you're looking for one we'll send you one well georgia brought in a safety from west virginia like one of the better safeties and yeah. they brought in dk i mean they they literally brought in like two five-star defensive players yep. to shore up the defense i mean that's yep. huge like, that's huge who as a fan i don't give a damn who's coming nah. in i don't yeah. care where they played like if you're gonna help this team immediately let's do it i want you a know? w I, mean, I, want, I want a championship i don't yep. care who's yeah where he exactly. came from yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, man, I'm trying to be more positive. I want to say this is the game that the offense breaks out, and who knows? Maybe they run the table the rest of the year. Um, it, you know, you got to find a spark. I think we found a spark in the running game, even though the passing game was still shit. Um, so maybe this week is our week. You know, national televised game. Everybody's watching it. Offense comes out in the dome. You know, you can run a little faster up there in that dome on the turf. <laughs> Maybe they uh, maybe they throw for three, four hundred yards, and DJ starts clicking, and we never have this conversation again. But well, the one thing about this show is uh, we get quite, quite prophetic sometimes. <laughs> Our what we say on here has a tendency to come true. So speak more into existence. I love it. Is uh, it's a pleasure having you on, Dusty. Any final thoughts uh, before we get you back on the road to your next road correspondent <laughs> location? <laughs> Uh, nah, man, that was about it. That's about all I got for today. Um, I, I will say real quick, the uh, Sam Darnold, you know, I'm a Panthers fan, so there i got to go. throw that in there. Um, he looked like the old Sam Darnold last week. <laughs> he did, he did. Three interceptions. So I, I did read something that said, and, and I've been reading this, and, and it hasn't come true yet, so I, I'm not getting my hopes up, but they, they are saying that Tepper is still talking with the Texans about possibly trading for Deshaun. So Ooh. that would be a dream come true. 
Spicy. Uh, if Sam Darnold continues to play that bad. Yeah. That's a picante move there. I, I love <laughs> That's to a see spicy that, meatball. If that um, materializes. But, yeah, thanks for the insider scoop there. I hope McCaffrey gets back in the lineup this week for my fantasy hopes. Same, same. All right, guys, you take care. Yes, sir. Thanks, Dusty. Have a good one. All right, we got our uh, road correspondent there getting you the, getting you the Clemson takes. And uh, always, love it. always a pleasure, always a pleasure. But if anybody uh, else has any interest in calling in, yeah, we got the line. DM us for the deets, yeah, baby. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll host any any fan of any. I mean, if you're a freaking, we don't care. If, if you if you're an Ohio Bobcat fan, you want to talk about Bobcat football? I mean, we if you're a Chantelier. If we got any Chantelier's hey, on, listen, we'll talk about Coast Carolina. I said at the beginning, my very first. Let me, can I just? I got a little bone to pick here. I think I've already said this one time. I'm gonna say it again. When we were doing our review, somebody put on there that we don't give enough love to Coastal Carolina. Let's not forget that I have never picked against Coastal Carolina. And also, at the beginning of the year, when we said who was gonna be our top power non-power five team, I said Coastal Carolina yeah, goes undefeated. Did. And I don't think I picked BYU in that game. I think we both went Carolina. We both picked Coast Carolina. So get game. out of our de- <laughs> Get out of our reviews. Whoever <laughs> that was telling me that I disrespect. Okay, but anyways, just we love you. We, yeah, it was good. Which is all jokes. The rest of it was good. Just that part, you know, I took offense to it because I I'm a Chanticleer baby. Through and, and through, uh, I pull for that state football. Except for South Carolina, y'all can all go lose every game. I do not care. But anyways, fact. Let fact. me just continue on here. We rocking with now. We we in uh, Oklahoma. We in the Big Twelve. Are now, we baby. in Texas now? Are we we're in the Texas. Alamo? We're in Texas, not the Alamo, but we are in Texas. They need to sur- they need to retrofit that uh, Alamo into yeah. the stadium. What if they just like built the stadium around the Alamo? Alamo's at the, 50, at the fifty yard line. <laughs> just put it at the fifty. I love in it. San Antonio. Yeah, so you got the uh, Oklahoma State Cowboys. On the road, they're the twelfth ranked Yow. team. This is one of only two ranked versus ranked teams. Uh, games this weekend. Then we've got the 25th ranked Texas Longhorns, who are four and two, but they are the five point favorite coming off of that very very good game they had against Oklahoma, but were unable to hold on to that lead. Very Atlanta Falcons esque, if you ask me. But I will say this: I believe I'll start this one since we do it. Since we uh, just got through with Clemson, let me let me say this: I have been consistent in that I think Oklahoma State is overrated they're overrated Hunter. they're they're terrible and i i shouldn't say terrible they're just not good okay and i don't get this hype train that's put them all the way to 12th in the country if you look at who they've beaten they've had unimpressive game after unimpressive game their best win in my opinion is baylor we're going to talk about baylor a little bit later on but other than that i mean they struggle with missouri state they're average margin of victory is pretty low. They struggle with Kansas State, who turned out to be a fraud. I mean, it's just not... I'm not seeing anything that impresses me about Oklahoma State, so you probably already see where I'm going with this, but Texas right now is averaging 44.5 points a game. I was super impressed with Casey Thompson, the quarterback for Texas, last week. Right now, he's throwing for over 1,000 yards, 14 touchdowns. He's only got three picks on the season. He's got an 80.5 QBR. Um, he's really doing good. And, of course, their running back, Robinson, is just an absolute man. Some Bijan with some Dijon. Bijan was that Dijon, baby. He, runs with, he abs- runs with some Dijon he does. Muster, baby. He does, and he's just an absolute it. beast. Also, one more thing I, I want to point it. out. Can I just say I love I, what I'm seeing in I Texas? I love it, too. I love – oh, I see where you're going. Oh, I love what I'm doing <laughs> seeing I in Texas. Doing. I love it. Um, in Oklahoma State, I'll end with my tick, pick here, is that they're just unimpressive on offense. They turn the ball over way too much for my for my taste. In six games, they've already turned it over seven times. 
Um, and they don't get a lot of turnovers either. They're negative one on the turnover margin. I just, I'm unimpressed with Oklahoma State, and I was impressed with Texas for most of that game. I do think Texas's defense is garbage, um, and I think that Oklahoma State might be able to score some points. I think this is going to be a classic Big 12 shootout, but I've got Texas winning 45, Oklahoma State 35. Hunter, it sounds like you might be in agreement with me, but let me just I just want to say, I love what I'm seeing in Texas. Okay. But love sucks. Oh. fuck love. (gasps) Oh, damn. I'm just kidding. Uh, Not really, but I'm not picking Texas because what I do love is jumping off bandwagons one one week after I jump on them. (laughs) Okay. So I'm jumping off the Texas bandwagon in the form of jumping onto Oklahoma State's bandwagon. Wow. 12 overall in the country. They put up some good points. They average about that. uh, Let me see what they points per game. Some freaking... 25 that's points a game. Weak. You know, it's so weak. Weak. So weak. However, they only allow 18 points a game. Weak. That's weak, and, man. Um, they do have a good defense, I Texas guess. Texas averages 29 points a game. Allows yeah. it. allows 29, is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. my bad. My bad. Yeah, man, don't be and I do like, no, I like Casey Thompson. I think what they're doing in Texas is good. They they definitely um, are riding high, although they're not because they lost the game. So it was in a that, game, though. It was a good game. It was a moral great, victory. They should have won it, but yeah. at the same time, when you lose that game after having shooting, should have, oh my god, being in a position where you should have won that game, yeah, it hurts. Yeah. And um, this is not an easy bounce back game. Undefeated Oklahoma Cowboys, Oklahoma State Cowboys team. Um, their quarterback's nothing impressive, but they, their running game, I like that. And you know, I'm a fan of running games this year. Yeah. So. Um, Look for Oklahoma State to win this football game. I got it close. It's 34-31 in my books. Okay. But uh But you're going Cowboys. I'm going to upset. Even though I don't like Texas being a five point favorite. That's too much, man. It's steep. I like Oklahoma State to uh, get in the top ten with this win. It's steep, but you know it is what it is, but it's steep. It's steep. But two two straight wins over top twenty five teams, might I add. So this will be hey, the Oklahoma third. Oklahoma State. Yeah, yeah, Baylor, those, yeah, Kansas State, yeah, and na- neither Baylor nor Kansas State are ranked anymore. And Kansas State's a freaking fraud. But I hear what you're saying. We'll talk about Baylor later. We will talk about Baylor here in a minute. But let's go on to the second game between ranked opponents. And I'm just, can I just say, there's a new number one in the house, baby. There's a new number one in the house. Last week, the Alabama Crimson Tide and all their overratedness. I'm just kidding. They're not overrated. They just had a bad game. But they lost to Texas A&M, and that opened up. For a team that should have already been ranked number one, who's already Fair. clearly Fair. the best team in the country, the one, the only Georgia Bulldogs are the new number one in the country. My dogs, baby, my dogs. And this week, for the second time this year, the third time that they've been involved in College Game Day, but the second time that College Game Day is in Athens, my Georgia Bulldogs are hosting the 11th ranked Kentucky Wildcats, and they currently, Georgia that is, sits at a 22 and a half point favorite. So, Hunter, I'm going to toss it over to you, let you talk about what's going to happen in this game first because I just I need to collect my my thoughts before I'd go off on this one. I'm kind of torn because I didn't know I was going to have such a uh, opportunity to be prophetic and with my outrageous okay, take. Right, so, of course. Um, objectively, I don't think this is going to be a good game for the Wildcats. Um, Georgia's defense is nothing to trifle with. And... Um, that being said, UK, I don't trust them. Right. I don't trust them. They're not a, a – I don't believe if you looked up their blue chip ranking, their blue chip rating. <laughs> they're not in the top. They they're wouldn't the top, be no. uh, anything to, 
to admire. So no. they're really they're peaking right now, as I said, and they they got big wins over Florida and LSU. Those are two huge wins for that program. Right. Just morally, um, this is just too big of a it's it's a hill they're trying to climb, right? But it's a freaking almost ninety degree angle up that bitch. Yeah, that's a that's a big hill to climb. It's a they're gonna need hill. some uh some rappelling gear mm. and some some just rock climbing gear. It's gonna be tough, man. Like I said, it, they're gonna need some some madness to happen, and mm. I just don't see it. Even even if that madness happens, I don't think it's gonna be enough. Yeah, there have to be a lot of madness. You got a score? Uh, I got a score of thirty-one eighteen. Thirty-one eighteen. So you got a somewhat close there. I mean, they say so they're not covering the spread at least. No, I don't think they cover the spread. Georgia, I don't think they cover the spread. It's too big. But oh my goodness, um, can I say this? Yeah, tell me, tell me why I'm wrong. You're way wrong. Okay. Now, you're not wrong in who you picked, but you're wrong in what you've done here. Georgia has been given big spreads. They were given a big spread against South Carolina. They were given a big spread against Vanderbilt. They were given a big spread against Arkansas. And what have they done, Hunter? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. What have they done? They've allowed 37 points on the season. Okay. They're 5-1 and one against the spread, though. Yeah. The one time that it is because they didn't just hammer South Carolina all the way. Okay, so they just hammered them a little bit. But they cover those spreads here, and guess what, folks? Let me just tell you, I don't care. I've been accused of being biased. There was another review that said I, that Georgia can do no wrong. Did I say that? <laughs> I'm sorry it's the truth this season that Georgia can do no wrong. I love you. Whoever said that? I know who it was. It was James Graham, so let's go ahead and throw his name oh, out there. But anyways, I want to say this. The amount of respect that's getting put on Georgia right now, I love it, but I also don't. Because I do like I like that underdog feeling a little bit, and we don't have that anymore, but that's okay, and I don't think we need it. And let me tell you why. This defense, okay, is historically good. I'm going to go ahead and make that claim. It's historically good. It's going to be up there by the end of the season. It's going to be talked about with the 2011 Alabama defense, that 2016 or 2018 Clemson defense, that early 2000s Miami Hurricanes defense. That's the kind of upper echelon. Highly taught it. Hi, yeah, yeah. We're going to be talking about it. Let me tell you why real quick. A lot of people are saying, well, maybe the offenses you're playing aren't that good. Really? Really? Outside of the Georgia game, let me tell you how these other teams have fared. Clemson is averaging almost 26 points a game. UAB is averaging almost 28 points a game. South Carolina and all their crappiness, 25 points a game. Vanderbilt, 20. And here's the two big ones. Arkansas is averaging 36 points a game. Auburn, 40. Against Georgia, ready for this? 3 7 13 mm. zero, zero, 10. Mm. Georgia is right now ranked first in points per game, yards per game allowed, and the QBR of the opposing quarterback. These are great right here. Points per game. Georgia is allowing 5.5. The next closest team, Cincinnati and Clemson at 12 and, and 2. 12.2. Yards per game. Georgia is allowing 200. 201 yards per game. And the QBR, the opposing QBR, this one's my favorite, 12. 12. The average it's is mean, 12. Mean QBR. Yes. They are fifth in the nation in sacks. So they get after the quarterback. There's nothing that can be really said about this defense that I have not already, that they're just amazing. They're only allowing 64 yards rushing the ball. That's Kentucky's strength. Also, I want to tell you that Kentucky is missing a few key players in this game. Georgia is getting healthier. There's still some wide receivers that are banged up, but I will say this. JT Daniels might, he's trending in the direction that he might be playing in this game. I don't think it's going to matter, but it's trending in the right direction coming off his lat injury, similar lat injury that Dak Prescott had not too long ago. But um, 
He's trending in that direction. UK. One of those oh, lat attacks. Yeah, one of those lat attacks. Kentucky will be without two of their starting defensive linemen and their second uh, their second wide receiver, the one that has the second most receiving yards. I don't yards. like that. No, it, it's not good for them because I, I talked a lot about the defense, but not having your two interior defensive linemen is going to allow for Georgia, whose offense gets widely overlooked because of how great the defense is. Georgia right now is averaging 432.5 yards per game with 198 rushing yards per game. And they're almost at 40 points a game. They're at 39.8. Stinson Bennett, not too shabby this year. I was a hater of him last year. He's doing really well. Um, he's mailing in there. He's not quite in express shipping. Nope. Two days. Though. He two, hasn't. Two days. He's not. He's yeah, seemed to sure up maybe the the interception problem he had last year, but he's looking good. And I just think this game. No homo. No homo. I think this game is going to be very similar to Arkansas in that it's college game day and they're going to hype up this team that's like a dream team and looks like they're doing well. But Kentucky is not it. They are not in the same league as Georgia. Uh, and I don't think this is going to be a good game for them. I think Georgia's going to be able to run the ball at will against this defense. And I think this defense of Georgia is going to be able to stop anything. Now, I will say the one pro that Kentucky has is this is the best offensive line Georgia will play um, so far. Uh and so that might – maybe they're able to limit some of the sacks. Maybe they're li- able to limit some of the quarterback pressures. But I don't know. I really don't know. Because as long as Jordan Davis is breathing air and playing football, you're not running the football on Georgia. And eventually that offensive line is going to get tired. I don't care how good it is. And there's going to be a lot of things going on in this defensive side of the ball. I don't see this being a good game. Um, I think Georgia is a class above everybody in college football right now. And, yes, that's bias. But I think teams are encroaching on Georgia, if you will, but I don't think right now there's anybody on Georgia's level, and it's certainly not Kentucky. I've got Georgia 42, Kentucky 3. Ooh. Yeah, I think it's going to be a blowout. Um, so we'll move on away from my dogs, although I can talk all day about them. That's a murder. It's going to be a murder. Um, on live television. On live television. They're going to allow that to happen. Um, and let's go ahead. We've uh, we got two more picks, and we're going we're gonna to speed this up for you. We know we've gone over our time a little bit for you, but we're – you know, we had good content. We talk about John Gruden, so that kind of pushed us a little bit here. But we're going to end with two two rapid-fire picks for you. We've got NC State, who's 22nd in the nation. They're 4-1. and one. They're a three-point favorite right now. They're going to Boston College. Hunter, who wins? It's going to be NC State. Um, one Partly I'm picking this team because it would look good for us to, for them to keep winning. Okay. Um, so I, that definitely plays into this pick. But they also they did some things that um, – didn't imp- I mean they impressed me as far as a resolve? <laughs> yeah. Um, that kicker, they got to work on him. Yeah. If they if they had an accurate kicking game, we would have lost a long time ago in that game. But uh, yeah, I like them more than I like BC. BC did not impress me. I agree. They uh they only put up thirteen points, which is not. I mean it's it's not even respectable to be honest with you. But uh, yeah, I don't even. I, I'm having them getting twenty one points, but NC State outscoring them a little bit, twenty seven twenty one. Okay. A gritty game, gritty ACC game. But, um, yeah, I, I like the favorite in this game, NC State. There you go. I agree with you. I think NC State wins this game. I look for Devin Leary to keep having a good season here. He's got almost 1,300 yards, 12 touchdowns, two picks. Um, also, one of the things that I've seen is Boston College has a turnover problem. Uh, much like Oklahoma State, they have seven turnovers already on the season. Um, so that's averaging. At least they're going to give you a turnover a game. 
Uh, and so, yeah, I think NC State finds a way to win this one. I don't like giving the football away. I don't. Yeah, it's not a good. It's not a good recipe for success. So I've got NC State winning this one. It is a road game in Boston College. I think that helps Boston College a little bit. But I have a similar score of twenty-eight to twenty-four. Wolfpack get it done. Um, that leads us to our last game we're going to call, which is the nineteenth-ranked BYU Cougars on the road and not favored. Uh, they're at Baylor, who's five and one, and Baylor is the six and a half point favorite. Hana. Let me tell you why Baylor's going to win this game, if I tell may. Me. Tell me. Uh, Jerry Bohannon, that's really all I have to say. Uh, he's he's really impressed me. He has not turned the ball over. At least he has not thrown a pick yet. Um, and that's very impressive to go six games without throwing a pick. Um, and I really like what he does. He makes good decisions. Um, this offense is very good. The defense is much improved. They've been improving as the year has gone on. Baylor right now is averaging 461 yards a game with almost 38 points. Um, and BYU's defense has been kind of eh, lacking. Um, so I think for those reasons, I've got Baylor at home. I'm going to go Baylor 38, BYU 28. Hunter, do you agree with me, or are you going with the Cougars? I'm agreeing with you that Baylor wins. However, I'm a fan of Cougars, the old women that <laughs> okay. date younger men. Respect. And I want that to be on record. Uh, it's if on I there. have any Cougars that are listening, it's on there. I'm a single Pringle over here. Yeah. Throw, throw some money at me, and might might have a deal. There you go. So but, if you uh, heard it right I there. got Baylor winning 44-26. Okay. I like that offense a lot. And like you said, that defense for uh, BYU is a little bit suspect. Um, I don't know why they're – I think this should be 19 Baylor, BYU yeah. unranked. So yeah, I agree with that one. Look for them to flip-flop that yeah. right up. Yeah. Baylor is their only – their only loss is to a 12-ranked Oklahoma State team. Mm-hmm. So that's going to – if my picks are correct, that's going to look even better after this week. There you go. And so will this big win – at home against the Cougars. There you go. So our only difference in college football this week is that I went with Texas and you went with Oklahoma State. So the scoreboard could change a little bit. Also, of course, with the NFL, NFL. games. We, did, we didn't do anything the same there. So Yeah, nothing the same. So scoreboard could change. It uh, could stay the same. It's always close. You know what they'll have to do to, to find out what the scoreboard will be? Come back and listen next week. That's right. Yes, it will. So Also, what, tell us where, real quick where they can follow us. Right. So on Instagram, you can follow us at third and punt. That is the number three. Did it right that time. R D A N D P U N T. Okay. Follow us on there. You, we've got polls. We've got posts. We let That's you know. Where you can post your outrageous take. Patriot or take. Let you know when this, you know, we had a sweepstakes just recently. We're going to have more in the future. All Schedule that Schedule you a call in. Schedule you a call in. There's a lot of stuff you can do. You just got to follow us on third and punt. And of course, get, keep listening to us. Keep listening to us. We'll be back next week. Keep coming back because we'll keep on coming back because I love football. He loves football. He's in love with it. He's taking it on a date this weekend. Where are you taking football this weekend, Hunter? Ooh. Take her somewhere it's fancy. We're going to go to Top Golf. Top Golf. That's interesting. You're taking football to golf. Yeah. That's like, man, you're, you're taking your, your lover to your, uh, your side hoe over there because this man <laughs> plays golf no. a lot. Well, that, that's, but, that means well, that's, wow. That's a risky move you're doing risky. right there, man. No, I'm thinking about it. I might have to reschedule that. Oh, my gosh. Golf's going to find We're gonna out. We're going to go see a, a movie instead. It's too late now. Golf's going to hear this. Golf's going <laughs> to hear it. I'm sorry. Golf. Wow, it's too late. Well, that concludes episode nine. And um, Hunter, is there anything else you want to say to the fine folks before we, before we head out? Well, I just want to say thanks again. Come back right here. You know where to find us. You'll have some hot takes tomorrow or tomorrow. <laughs> next week. Yeah. Uh, but tomorrow you might be able to put in some picks with our with our picks. There you go. So put in some parlays, some uh, DraftKings, earn you some money, let us know how much we make you. That'd be something cool to slide in our DMs with. Yeah. That'd be appreciated. 
But no, that's everything. What I do want you to do is take us away on a mystical musical journey into the freedom. All right. Thank you.